Oh, hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so nice to be back. It's sad here without Sam. Yeah, Sammy's not here. Sam, we Sam, miss you. we miss you so much. We hope, we hope, we know you're having fun. Oh, yeah. I follow her on Snapchat, and she just snapped a picture of, like, a pizza, like a marinara pizza, because, you know, she's lactose intolerant, so she can't have cheese. And I swear to God, I've never wanted to have pizza and sauce like with no cheese ever in my entire life it looked so good it looks so good oh yes. my god i need it um, is she telling people where she is she told us she was going to italy okay good because i didn't want to say yeah in italy. no she is in italy for all our italian oh italiano for all our italian fans look for sammy sweetheart because she's in italy having pizza with no cheese on it yum <laughs> jealous so yum. i'm not jealous <laughs> if i like mozzarella <laughs> so how's everybody doing today Good. I'm good. Fresh from Florida. Yes. I know you can tell by my very dark tan. I'm oh my sporting. God, so Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> Claire, I die for you. I well, you know, you. you know what it is? I actually used to go tanning all the time and it's so bad for you. So finally I was like, whatever. Excuse me. I'm leaving for Florida on Wednesday and I'm mm-hmm. going to be as white as you. Yeah. You know I what it is? The sun hit my face. Exactly. That's what I, I, yes. I had gotten this thing done called Fraxel, which for people who don't know what that is, it's oh, like, um, you come out looking like Rocky Dennis. It's, it's, it like we, reju- your skin looks like it's broken. And then three days later, it's it amazing. Like baby's ass. Yeah. yeah. So basically what it does is it takes away like up to 10 years of sun damage. So yes. why am I going to go spend all this money on this procedure, so which smart. is like a laser. It's not like anything too crazy people. I don't even think I'm like doing John Travolta and Nick Cage on face off or anything like that. It's not like that, but so um, smart. So I'm like, what's the point of me spending all this money and then what am I going to go sit in the sun? I agree. You know what I mean? It's like so silly. I agree with you. Listen, um, all these one, we have this, we have the best viewers. I promise you. ever. We are busting our ass here, over here at Just Saying. And we are busting our ass to bring this to television, the live screen. Yes. Anywhere we can because- it makes my day. On Sunday, I just had like a couple of hours free before I had to go. Um, I had to go to a baby shower on Sunday and I had to go to a um, um, a Croatian restaurant in New Rochelle called- Oh my God, I was born in New Rochelle. Were you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my daughter's best friend, Leanne, is Croatian. Mm. And oh my God, the most unbelievably beautiful inside out, the sickest athlete in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and her family's from Croatia. Marianne and Lino, give them a shout out because I love you guys so much. And there's a restaurant called uh, Dub- Dubrovniks. I don't even know how to say it. In New Rochelle, amazing. Yum. Went downstairs. We had like 50 people there. We had every, I mean, it was just so delicious. But it, why was I talking about this? Oh, on Sunday. Okay. So on Sunday, in between going from a um, baby shower. A, it wasn't a baby shower. It was a gender, gender. Oh, gender reveal party. Yes. Those yes. are fun. Yes. Um, unbelievable. So for anybody who ever watches um, um, Jersey Housewives, there's a, there's one of my girlfriends. Her name is Jacqueline Larita. Unbelievable human being, a sweetheart. She has the most gorgeous daughter, Ashley. Oh, yeah. And Sammy actually knows Ashley. Mm-hmm. Loves her. So anyway, Ashley and Pete just got engaged. Her fiance, who is everything that I would want for Sophie Hannah Flicker. Uh, he's the greatest <laughs> guy. He comes from a family like yours. Aww. Right? 
just like a class act family and um, they're engaged and they're, you know, she just got found out that she was expecting. And now we went over there to find out whether it's a boy or girl, but I'm not going to reveal it. I'm going to let her reveal it. Oh, good. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah, but it, but it's her place. But it was such a beautiful. Oh, place. congratulations, Ashley! It's so nice that she's doing so well. Yeah, she's such a, a beautiful soul and mm-hmm. such a creative person. Mm-hmm. Boy, so, she's a makeup artist now, right? Or what is she doing? Besides being a makeup artist, um, Jacqueline showed me a few of her like drawings. Oh yeah, Claire. It's not just drawings where you're like, oh, your daughter is really talented. And you're thinking not. Yeah, you're like, this is a coloring no, no, book. No. <laughs> I've never ever seen anything like it. She had a drawing of. I think it was um, 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 who just died, the the, the comedian, um, um, Mindy in York, uh, Mork and Mindy. Who is it? Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. I've ne- I, she's so mega talented that she should have her own gallery in, in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. She would sell paintings. They would fly off the walls. That's how mega talented Ashley is. So, yes, she's a makeup artist, but she could also, like, transform your face from beautiful to Shrek. Like, she's that, you know, we're talking about that kind of genius. Anyway, I'm very happy for them. But in between Ashley's gender um, reveal party and Croatian food in New Rochelle, I got to reading some of, like, our personal emails. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Wowed. Sweden, Finland, London, Australia. Dubai, we get a lot from Australia, uh-huh. Israel, it, everywhere. I know. I mean, everywhere. We love you, everybody. No, not only do we love you, we really do appreciate mm-hmm. all the feedback because it keeps us going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you so much. Yeah. It makes, even though I can't answer like paragraph, you know, if you ever want us to talk about it on air, I could go more into it. Um, but it's just, I, I just smile. I'm mm-hmm. smiling from head to toe. Yeah, we really do appreciate all the emails and the the outpouring of love we get on social media. We really do love you guys. So thank you so much for listening. And we are doing a live broadcast, which I'm so excited about. April I'm just, 23rd. I think it's the 26th. No, you're <laughs> What wrong. is it? The Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. I love how none of us know. Wait, let me look it up. If I'm right. No, it's the 23rd. It's a Saturday. No, the 23rd is a Saturday. Oh, We're doing the, oh, well, uh, April 26th. April 26th. It's a Tuesday. It's Tuesday at Empire Casino. By the way, yes, the in West Yonkers. Side Highway. Yeah. Do you know I'm driving down the West Side Highway yesterday? Yeah, don't I would. smile. I'm smiling because I know what you're going to say. Yeah, and there's a huge billboard. I know. Empire. You know it. And, and I'm driving with Sophie and Joshua. I have to tell you my experience at the passport agency yesterday. But oh, my God. Yes, you have to tell me because I've heard people going wait. through what you went through. I can't wait. Okay, wait. we'll put so, that on pause. So we we drive and I see Empire, you know, um, Casino, and I'm just like, oh my, I, I almost started crying in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so April 26th, yes. Tuesday night. Yes. Come join us. Come ask us questions. Come there and just come have a opinions. drink. Come hang out. Come say hi. Yes. Um, for, for, you know, whatever it is, if you're mad at me for saying, I, I got so much hate mail for the Donald Trump thing. I I'm know. never talking about Donald Trump again. I don't even like him that much. Okay. I know. <laughs> it's like. People took it way too seriously. Well, All people of- take politics very seriously. Yeah, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But, you know, our podcast isn't about politics. No, so. it's not about politics. I was just more about, you know, the American people and our vets and and, 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 oh, yeah. and, and, and love. And people were like, you don't understand. I'm like, my, I said, I do understand. My mother is an immigrant. Yeah. She had to go and get her. She didn't speak a word of English. She had to take English classes and get her. But anyway, right. we don't want to so talk about So if you want to come and say hi... 
Or Please, punch just come just or come. gamble. I mean, whatever. We'll be there. We will it's going to be really, really fun. And we're really excited. And um, yeah. So if you have any questions about our live broadcast at the at Empire City Casino, please email us at dearjustsaying at gmail.com. Yes. And we'll answer anything you got. So, so, okay, wait, tell me about the passport situation. Okay, so um, I took, Sophie and Joshua are, are leaving for Cancun. Ooh. Their father's taking them to Cancun. So fun. So I'm getting everything ready and I look at their passports and they have been, they've expired six months ago. Oh, of course. It's like that always happens. Like yeah. when you need your passport, it's expired like yesterday. So I run down to the passport agency. I get them in the car. At, I wake them up at six o'clock yesterday. I get them in the car at 6.30. We're going down. A.M.? A.M. Oh, hell no. And um, I go to the passport agency and I get in line with them and I have everything, birth certificate, their old passports. I have when they were born, I have Joshua's lock of hair. <laughs> I'm like, you have like the thing that falls off on their belly button. Yes, You're like, here's their here's, umbilical cord. Like what else do you need? What else do you need? And they're like, oh, Joshua, you're 17. Okay. Sophie, you're 13. Okay. Um, Miss, Miss, Miss Flicker. I said, yes. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I'll pay. What do you Wait, want? What do you want like, from me? Uh, you have to be present with their father. Oh, come on. This is four hours. For, now it's, it, they opened up at 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, hours. Three, three hours later, they're call our number. D441. I'm like, wow, that's us. Joshua, yeah. Sophie, get up. Sophie's like half sleeping on me. We go there. Everything is ready. They're like, no, no, no. You can't get their passports without their, their father here. I said, okay, but I have these papers signed by him and notarized by him. Right. That... He's allowing me to do this on his behalf. And they're like, well, we need proper ID. So I bought one of his old passports. They're like, this pa like anything that I pulled out of my was not good bag, enough. it was not good. Oh my like, God. I was trying to pull out anything. So I had to get in the car with the kids, drive over to my ex-husband's office on the West Side, Columbus Circle. I'm like, Mark, I need you to come downstairs and give me like a form of ID. Oh my God. Yep. He comes downstairs. He's like giving me whatever, whatever and I have to go back today at three o'clock. No, yes, what? I have to go back. No, <laughs> so, we get to bring the kids back too. No. Oh, okay, thank God, because that would been so annoying. But anyway, that was my um. And then while you're in there, they take it very seriously. Of course, they have to because of security reasons. Yeah. So I'm on my phone, and and the guard goes, um, if you went on our, you know site you would know why you can't be on your phone and it's gonna it's to protect you and i'm like sir i'm so sorry right like i'm just trying to go american right where are we, I mean, you don't understand. Like i'm just I trying to check instagram like i don't know what you want from me it was it was chaotic but we were so exhausted by the time we got home it was like 12 one o'clock i was like the whole day flew. oh that's exhausting but in other news did everybody hear Kardashian, Rob Kardashian is engaged to Black I still China. can't get over this. Is it like official, official? I mean, I know she's rocking a really nice ring, but. I think it's true. I want to say my gut instinct says it's 100% true. And don't be shocked by this. I'm really, really happy for her. I'm sorry, I do. There's something in me that feels really, really um, bad for her. I think that the Kardashians have a great life. For Black, Black China? Yes. Okay. I'm on team Black China. You are? Yes. Hmm. And I'm going to tell you why. Um. Kylie doesn't do it for me. Well, she's like 18 years old. No, I mean, she, she has to grow up. Sophie, who's dying to get her exactly. lip kit. I refuse to ha let Sophie buy that lip kit. Why? Because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. 
I don't like the whole thing. It's like sold out in one minute. Oh no, I know. It's Bitch, like ridiculous. Put out enough for everybody, okay? Who do you yeah. It's like this whole game that they're doing. It's I I can't stand the mind games. Mm-hmm. Like all these girls are like, oh my God, I have to have the lip kit because it's sold out in two minutes. Okay, listen. Put out enough for everybody or shut up. It's not like the Birkin bag. I mean, Kylie Jenner's lip gloss. Please, enough with this shit. I'm so pissed off about it. But in any case, here's where, and Claire, you tell me. Black China was Kim Kardashian's best friend. Right, they were really close, right? Her best friend. Really? They They really were that? I thought they were like friends. uh, No, no, no. Not besties. They were besties. They used to take butt shots. uh, Butt shots. Selfies of their asses together. Butt shots. Those huge asses. Yes. Very Um, gross thing. No, but they they, they were best friends. Mm -hmm. And um, Tiger and Black China went to um, Kim Kardashian's wedding. And at the wedding, that's when him and I'm not saying anything is wrong. They, you know, but- well, I am saying something is wrong. Well, she was when, 17. Well, that's when Black Tyga and Kylie, you know, wh- whatever happened, I don't know. But something did happen, whether it was a wink, whether it was a conversation, something happened to right. spark it into where it is today. Yeah. And I know that Black China was really, really, really hurt and devastated. Well, yeah, well, she just had his baby, too. It's Absolutely. not like, you know. So, and then there's a whole Twitter war going on. So every time Kylie, who's 18 and beautiful and, you know, just getting into her own, you know, she's a beautiful girl. I don't care how many lip injections she's had. She's still right. she a beautiful, beautiful girl. Yeah. And she's got her own thing going on and she's got the Kardashian family behind her. Mm-hmm. Here's Black China, like, you know, not letting her get the best, you know, the best of her. And so on and so on. And somewhere down the road, you know what this whole thing is? Rob Kardashian and Black China found themselves. And I think that people should be happy for them. Yeah. Like, who cares? People are like, oh, it's so it's so weird. No, what was weird, guys, what was weird was that Tyga went after Kylie or Agreed. Kylie went after Tyga. That's what's weird. It's no. not weird that in this... In this incestuous family, mm-hmm. that Black China found a common bo- bond with Rob Kardashian. Yeah, it actually makes a lot of sense. Right. So everybody's like, "Oh, Black China needs to do that." Wait. First of all, you're wrong. Just be happy for her. What does yeah. it matter? Rob Kardashian has never looked so happy. I know he's losing weight. <coughs> and I say, more power to the both of them. Yeah. And maybe they can bring the family together, mm-hmm. and everybody can just not, you know, cut the shit and stop going after right. one another. So. No, I totally agree with you, one hundred percent. I mean, he hasn't been seen in the public eye in so long, and now he's recently been stepping out. He's trying to be more healthy. Like she's definitely great for him. So if they are engaged, good for them. Right. You know, I don't understand. People just love to hate not, on people that right, are happy. And if they're not leave them alone, but I don't understand the hate. Like, why would people hate Black China? Like, what she do to you? Yeah. Here's a girl, whether she was a stripper, whether she was a porn star, whether she worked at um, the Bagel Boys. I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? She's out there surviving, trying to take care of her child. She was devastated. She lost the love of her life. And now she picked herself back up and she kept, she not only kept fighting, but she kept moving forward. Yeah. So what does it matter that she wants to be with Rob Kardashian? Whether it's phony or not, support it. Who gets, what? I always loved Rob. I thought he was great. (laughs) I'm sorry. I love him. Mm -hmm. But people are like, oh, it's so phony. By the way, it doesn't matter whether it's phony or not. Why hate on them? Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I think you are absolutely right. I think so people just like to hate. I don't know why. There's so much evil in the world for no reason. People just be always, nice to somebody, each other. Somebody last week said um, um, a negative comment about us. And so oh, what they say? came to my defense. Oh, Siggy, you're an old hag. You've been divorced. 
Wait, you're an old hag because you've been you, divorced. Yeah. I have a friend who's thirty and she's I been divorced. Don't understand? I, I was we, I, when I get the uh, it was orgasmic for me. Yeah, I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think I had multiple orgasms. <laughs> uh, I'm like responding, and then everybody yeah. was like, "You leave Siggy alone." I love you guys. I mean, this this I, I and and trust me, guys. All don't you don't ever have to defend me because I know exactly there are five people out of millions, five people on my list who I know are evil and hateful and jealous. And I know why they're jealous and there's nothing to be done about them because I cut them out of my life and I know what county they live in. I know what their social security <laughs> I know is. exactly I know. where they are right now. I know. There's a few in Rockland County. Shout out to Rockland County. <laughs> there's a few in Boca Raton, Florida. Shout No, there's only one in Boca Raton, Florida. Um, there's a few in... Long Island. I mean, I know exactly where you are, you silly, silly nilly, you silly gooses. I can't. I love every second of it. But you know what? More power to people. But to me, it's a mind boggling. Let's say I hate somebody. Not everybody can love everybody. Sometimes your energy doesn't work. So you don't, you block them. You don't look at their post. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're intrigued and you want to look at their post. You think to yourself, oh, look at this person. What an idiot. Or whatever you think. Right. But actually put the energy in. I know. I crack and up. actually comment and say something negative. You know you are a capital L. Like, I, I don't care. You know to comment a negative thing is to put all this neg- negative energy where you're you're actually typing in something negative. You hear me <laughs> I hear you typing your beautiful yeah. nails. Oh, I need to get a manicure so bad. I just can't even imagine. It's not just to anybody. Mm -hmm. I don't really get a lot of negative stuff. Once in a while, I, you know, it comes, listen, when you sign up for this kind of, um, yeah, it comes with the territory. Believe me, if you don't think that we're prepared for it, uh, Sammy sweetheart, she's got like 3 million followers. Mm -hmm. Trust me, you are prepared. You are prepared for it. When you get into this industry, the first thing they do is they sit you in a room and they say, do you understand? That your life is about to change and some of it can be really bad. And you sign up for it. You know it. Yeah. At the end of the day, and Sam's really good at handling anything yes. like that. She does everything really right. gracefully. But at the end of the day, I'm like, screw them. Screw you. I'm going to leave this world making a good mark. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to make as many people's lives as I can better. And yeah. no one is going to hold down the SIG. And no, no one. But anyway, I thought it was hysterical, <laughs> but I get all excited. When people <laughs> say mean things. I, 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 some of it is very entertaining to yeah. me and I, you know, I, I love it. Like they're like, oh, you're divorced at 42. Uh, okay. Cause there's no guarantee that love will ever work out. Yeah. So for you, those of you out there who are going through a breakup and divorce, I mean, say hello to your, the new chapter in your life. Yeah. Freedom. <laughs> Seriously. Like. So all those people who are says, oh, I've never been divorced. Yeah, but you're miserable and you're suicidal. So, you know, hey, don't, 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 don't judge other people because they're actually have the balls enough to say, I do not want to be in this relationship mm-hmm. anymore, whether it's physically or emotionally abusive. But I always congratulate those who are willing and able to get out of relationships as yeah. opposed to staying in them. Yeah. Just because they don't want to say, they, they don't want anything on their resume to look Anything but squeaky clean. And that's. But here's my question for people. Like, it's 2016. I mean, I come from a very, very Catholic, conservative family where, you know, 
I was brought up, you know, you don't get divorced. That's the way that in our religion that it's, it's against our religion to get divorced basically. But you know what? My uncle's divorced. Uh My aunt is no longer with her husband. So, I mean, we don't look down upon my, my aunt and uncle cause they're divorced. It's 2016. Like people get divorced nowadays. It's, it's just, it's why divorced, is it so bad? I don't understand. Bad, there still are those people out there mm-hmm. and you can't change. It takes it, it. Listen, some people are still living in the stone ages and there are some people who are open. And when they see two men together or two women together, they say love is love. I mean, I I don't I understand. Don't even, I don't I don't understand. I, it makes me crazy when they're, people they're, say that when they're anti-gay or anti-certain religion. I don't know. I just I, right. I think when people are happy, that's all that matters. And as long as they're not hurting each other right. themselves, to me, you know, it doesn't matter what your religion is. Like, no. I'm Jewish. My husband's Italian. I would not be alive today if it wasn't for a Catholic priest. Yeah. So I mean, I don't understand. So people who they're like, what is she talking about? During the Holocaust, my father lived in Evian, France. He speaks seven languages. He was seven years old. He didn't speak seven languages back then, but you'll understand why I'm telling you this. And they, my father, um, um, was in Evian, France and, um, his mother had, they, he had seven sisters and brothers. And when the Germans were coming into town, my father fled and my, my, um, grandmother went to a priest at a convent and she said, we're so scared. And he says, come, we will, we'll hide you in the convent. Mm-hmm. A priest hid my father and his brothers and sisters in a convent. And in the middle of the night, he helped them over the border into Switzerland. Did I ever discuss this? You, you sort of gave us a little bit of it. Yes. We have the listeners know a little bit over the border to Switzerland. And from there, that's my father survived. So my father has dedicated his whole life. He ran a place in Israel called Yad Vashem, the righteous Gentile division. And he's wrote several books about Mm -hmm. the righteous Gentiles. I know I discussed this, but anyway, the point that I'm trying to make today is I grew up in a home where my father has written seven books. He speaks seven or eight languages, but I grew up in a home where my parents taught me to love everybody, Mm -hmm. Arab, Jewish, Catholic, Christian, Protestant, black, white, it doesn't matter to us. Mm-hmm. You have to me. What's most important is compassion, the human soul, the human mind. Yeah, that's it. So to me, it's shocking. Mm-hmm. It's one hundred percent. I grew up just about love, knowing that I'm alive today because of a, a Catholic priest. Yeah, I wouldn't be alive today. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy to me. It's just. It's just crazy that people are so jaded mm-hmm. and they're still so backwards. So getting on to divorce, where we ori- originally, this, why we're talking about this is some people believe in life that it makes them feel better when they can be in a conversation with somebody and say, oh, I've never, ever been dumped. Oh, no, no, no. I, I've never been divorced. For those people who've been married for 45, 50 years who've never been divorced, I'm so happy. So, yeah, I was going to say, that is a very big feat. Yes, it's amazing. You should be proud of. Make it is is very slim. Yeah. We love, congratulations. We love love. I I buy you a a piece of cake with a a glass of champagne. Yeah. (laughs) But for those, for for the 70% out there who are not that fortunate, like myself, it doesn't matter if on my resume it says I got divorced, I picked myself up, 
And I found the love of my life, which on April 20th, it is my 10 year anniversary. Oh my God. So the point that I'm trying to make is for everybody out there who has been in three marriages or four marriages or they've been dumped eight times. Who cares? Life is just, it's just, you, you, you leave the past in the past. And you open up a new chapter in right. your life, in the book of your life. The book is dedicated to you. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like judgmental people who are like, oh, getting back to the comment. You're 42 and you got divorced and, you know, you preach about love. And I'm like thinking to myself, yeah, because I'm so proud of my divorce. Yeah. So it's just, it's just crazy. But that's what I mean about people who still live in the stone ages. Yeah. I mean, just wake up people. Wake up. Wake up. There's a whole life out there. There's a whole world out there. There's a whole world out there. And remember, no one will ever guarantee that the relationship that you're in or the marriage that you're in will last. Yeah. It's up to And we're you rooting and for you that it you does know, last. I'm not, I'm not advocating divorce. I'm of just, course not. I'm rooting for, for everybody who's in love. Yeah. I just want you to be realistic that- it might not work out. And, and that's okay. And that you shouldn't just tie yourself up in a room and never leave. It's okay. What I'm saying is, is that don't give that person the power to stop you from finding the lid to your pot. Mm-hmm. That's it. Agreed. All right, let's get into some emails. Okay. We should do a, a segment called, what would Sammy say, I think. So let's do, uh, we'll read the emails and we'll oh, try I'm- to think about what Sam would respond to that, right? I know. I feel like, I feel like I know exactly what she would say. Okay. Let's see. Who should we start off with? Okay. Um, Hey ladies, please do not use my name. Don't worry. I got you. I love your podcast and listen to it all the time. You three definitely have chemistry that is undeniable and you guys are so relatable. So grateful for you guys. Well, thank you very much. First of all, that is very sweet. We're trying to get to the next level and hopefully you'll be able to watch us on TV soon. Start tweeting about it. Okay, here we go. This is very long, but I'm going to try to give you the, the, just, the, the just, gist. Is it just or gist? The, the just. gist. The gist. Oh my God. Okay, wait. I say is backwards. It's so well, funny. You might be dyslexic. You don't know. You know what? I think I am. <laughs> you could be. No, because I say things because my mind were like, uh-huh. I, the, the, the other day I said something and I'm stopping myself. I'm like, did I just say that right? Yeah. And I think I enunciate, I, I enunciate the wrong syllables. Yep. <laughs> like sometimes I. No, you might have a little dyslexia. I, I, I fuck up some That's words. okay. All cool people are dyslexic. Okay. okay. My husband and I have been together for six years and married for almost three years. We went to middle school together and have known each other for a very long time. 10 months ago, we had our first child, a beautiful baby boy. I used to be very close to this family when we were dating, got engaged, and while pregnant. I had the ideal relationship with my in-laws. When I was pregnant, everyone was so excited about the arrival of our baby, especially because it'd be the first first baby boy born into their family. However, at my baby shower, things took a turn for the worse. We decided not to have much alcohol at the shower because my brother has a problem with alcohol. Totally understandable. Um... She ended up, she is the mother-in-law. My mother-in-law ended up sneaking in her own bottle in her purse and completely got trashed. People were coming up to me during the shower like, quote, your mother-in-law is so drunk. It was quite embarrassing. Towards the end of the shower, I had some of my family and friends help us clean, help us clean up. She had a conversation with my mom's best friend and misheard what she said and she flipped out. She started throwing things such as decorations and food and even threw a cupcake in my mother's face. You know what? That's so sad. It's so sad. I know. Okay. It continues. Um, 
his aunt even got in the middle and was defending my husband's drunk mother. She also said something mean. She also said some mean things about me as well. I almost lost it. However, I was pregnant and I couldn't do much. I'm I'm actually happy I was pregnant because if I wasn't, this could have been way worse. Yeah. I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I was so upset because my mother is is nothing but so nice to his family and she is not confrontational. Excuse me. I'm very protective of my mother. My husband was so pissed and yelled at his mother and ended up kicking her out. He was so embarrassed at what happened and apologized to my mom, even though my mom didn't blame him at all. Um, it was his mother's fault, not his. To, to this day, my husband and I have forgiven her, but cannot forget. And unfortunately, his relationship is not the same with her either. Anyways, since then, I do not trust or even trust her to watch my my child because of her impulse and I drinking habits. You. Yeah, You're I know. absolutely right. She's she's only apologized to my mother and I over text message. And when she sees us, she acts like nothing has happened. His aunt even apologized to me over text as, as uh, also. Another problem is that hardly any of his family has reached out to us to see or asked about our or have a relationship because with our son. Bullies. Yeah, his first birthday is coming up, and I don't even feel like inviting most of them. You shouldn't. Be, you you have to. I, I already know what to do. I already know. What so to do. basically, I do not get along with his most of his family due to the baby shower incident and the fact that no one seems to care about our son. Advice? Okay. Question. Done and done. You okay, let's hear get it. The best advice of your life. Now, you ready for this? Okay, I'm going to call you Jane. Jane, first of all, you're absolutely right. You can, And also, your husband's adorable. You cannot blame him. Mm-hmm. Parents are not supposed to be perfect. They're not. And obviously, his mother is not perfect, and neither is his aunt. And I'm sorry that your whole baby shower turned into a, you know, um, cat five storm, um, tornado, hurricane, whatever you want to call it. But here's exactly how you have to handle it from here on in. You cannot, you cannot keep your gorgeous baby boy away from his family. It isn't right. So here's what I suggest you do. Mm-hmm. You have two separate parties. You have a, ba- a birthday and your son, and your son will benefit from this. You have a birthday party with your family and then you allow your husband to take the baby and they can have a celebration with his family. He's going to be under your husband's protection. Your husband's not going to let anything happen to his baby boy, but you should let his family enjoy it. But you should make a statement and not show up. You should make a statement that your behavior is not right. So now we have to have separate holidays, separate holidays. You cannot have everybody in the room until his family apologizes to your mother. If you stand tall and demand the respect, you shall receive the respect. It was wrong to do. It was childish and immature to do this to you at your first, at your baby shower, whether it's your first, second or third, I take that back. It's your baby shower. It should be the happiest time of your life that you're having a baby and you're having a baby boy. And for this kind of behavior to go on at your baby shower, it was not right to do to you, but you should not keep your son away from his family, Right. but you should have your husband take them and you should do everything separately and you should not attend. You should not attend because it's making a strong statement. What happened was wrong. I de- I demand and I deserve an apology. And until you get that apology, you will never be in the same room as them. I I I literally. If this is like, oh, by the way, Sammy, a- Sammy agrees with me. <laughs> I was going to say I don't. Well, say I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and then I know exactly what Sam would say back to me. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I do agree with you, Siggy. I think that's really really good advice. 
My only Dave's family is not animals. Right. So no, they're not. They're great. I'm very blessed. Now you have to think of But here's my question. Somebody I agree with you. cupcakes in your in your mother's face or in your imagine a baby shower and everything is baby blue. Yeah. Everything is nice and everybody's like, hush little baby. <laughs> hey, hi. I got and then all of a sudden, shit's flying all over the place. Now go and say what you have to say. To no, me. I know, I know. I, okay, so here's my thing. I totally agree with you doing the separate birthday parties. I think that's brilliant advice. I don't know if, if she shouldn't attend the second birthday party. I think what she sh- what I would do in my, in my, if I was in this situation, was would, would I would show up to the other birthday party and I would say to her in person, I'm not going to continue to do to come to your house and all that stuff unless but you do why? apologize to my mom. No, but like they already listen to me. If you don't show up, it's such a statement. So they're going to go. She's going to go like this to her son. Now she's Jane. He's he's Doe. Right. Doe. Doe. Where where is Jane? Mom. After what happened at the baby shower, right. you have no shot of ever seeing Jane. Right, but it's We're a year keep- later. That's my thing. It's like how she's going to not show up now. Don't you think she should, should say it? Apologize to Jane. No, and I, her totally, mother. I totally, I totally agree with that. that. Listen to me. I believe in tough love. You want to be loosey goosey in life? I'm sorry. I believe in raising my kids tough love. I believe in tough love, but I, I believe in respect on yeah. the highest level. You no, know, and if I agree I with you. Something wrong? I will be the first person to say I am so sorry. But when I stand. This this was this was not just a fight where somebody says, "Oh, you're going to be a horrible mother," and and your mother is a piece of crap. I mean, you you had cupcakes being thrown in people's no, faces. No, I know, no, this I is, know. This well, is so. This is this is this what I'm is saying. Jerry Springer. No, I know this is some Jerry Springer shit. But so what I'm saying is that because this was a year ago, not saying that that it shouldn't be addressed because it was a, a, a year ago. My thing is is that how is she? I think she deserves to tell the mother in person, like, listen, like this isn't going to continue on. I'm not going to continue this relationship with you and your family. My son will, no problem. But like, I'm not going to keep showing up until you say to my mom and to me that you are sorry. Cause a text message doesn't cut it. Like, I just think it's kind of crazy if she just wakes up one day and just doesn't show up. Like, don't you think she should say it in person? Um, I, think I think it's been a year since she hasn't shown up. No, she has. She still goes to things and they're just I, I, weirdos and they act like there's nothing wrong. Like, do you think she should right, say something? But, but, right, but that's why that's why my advice came in. Yeah. You're showing up to things so you're basically giving them the respect. Oh, okay. No, so, I see what you're saying. So if you're in my house and I invite you over for Thanksgiving and you take a turkey and chuck it at me and it hits my <laughs> sister in the face. I can't, I can't get over this story. Oh, like, so, this so isn't now, crazy. So now, next week, Claire, yeah. I say, hey, by the way, Claire, I'm not going to apologize. You know, you... you or I throw the turkey and it hits your mother and your aunt in the face and it splatters everywhere with the cranberry sauce and everything. Right. And then next week I call you up and say, hey, by the way, I'm having a pocketbook party. And you show up like nothing's wrong. Right. And it's just like, look, you're actually giving me the permission to chuck another turkey no, at you. you're right. And Sam would say, Claire, Claire you're way too nice. I agree with Siggy. I agree with Sig. You are way too nice, Claire. Stop you know being why? so nice. You know, but I love that about you because I get what the point, I get what you're saying. You get what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I just. If she does it my way, the family's going to say, wait a second. This isn't right. And sooner or later, by the by this baby's second birthday, mm-hmm. I could get the family back on track. That's right. the end goal, to get yeah. the family back exactly. on track. Exactly. But the family will never get back on track if there are no apologies made. Agreed. Meaning, you stay on your... So stubbornness, stubbornness is the key to ruin anybody's life. Yeah. 
I, I know so many people I who are stubborn, stubborn yeah. who have the worst lives only because of their own ego. They and won't get over them. And you know get what? Get over yourself. Get over it for the sake of the family, for the sake of the baby. There needs to be an apology made. And Jane, it is not your husband's fault. He, it's not your husband's fault. So you and your husband keep smiling and loving your baby and living happily ever after. But that's my advice. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I agree. I really like the advice that you gave about him taking the baby over to see the family. Cause you can't do that. You no, can't, you can't separate the baby them. Away no, I love that. I love that advice. And you know why? Because once the family sees the baby, what does a baby do to everybody? Oh my God. I love babies. Every heart breaks. And then oh, yeah. like, oh, it's all, it is all about health and happiness. And it family. is. Yeah. And then where's Jane? Well, mom, you know, since the baby shower, she's a little bit uneasy and still mad. You know what? I'm going to give her a call and I'm going to give her mother a call. Yeah. And all of a sudden you got, you, you got, you got to keep us informed. You have to. Oh my God. Yes. Please, please. keep us informed. I'm dying because here. Because if I get what I, what, what I want at the end of the day, the whole family would be back together. Exactly. And have a big party, but this no cupcakes. Don't, have, don't have cupcakes. Yeah. Security at the front door. Security, bouncers, you know, the video I, cameras. I had a party and I had security at a party. No, once. why? Yes. Because people were going to fight? Yes. Shut up. Tell you, tell me everything right the no, second. I can't really talk about it, but I have Shit. to. Shit. Uh, oh yes. my God. That's yes. so dramatic. I love it. Yes. I love stuff like that. We'll talk about that. Yes. Okay. So our next email, um, this girl is super, everyone is super sweet and wonderful and lovely. Um, but she, she's extra super sweet and lovely. Well, cause, um, she wants to say, I don't know if she wants to say her name, but she's so cute. She said that if she heard us say her name over the air, she said, um, where is it? I don't think okay. We won't. Okay. We'll just say that. I'll show you her picture. You're going to die. It goes all the way to the red and mine. Now you talk. Hello. Oh, cause I'm so loud. Damn it. Sorry, listeners. Claire is always so loud. I'll just sit back a little okay, bit. Good. Okay. So now we're even. So sorry okay. for the last half an hour. I've been screaming in your ear, people. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm really sorry. And Siggy's like whispering. Like, no, oh. it's not even whispering. <laughs> I try to stay away from the mic. I'm always up in it. People are just like, I'm, I have the most, oh, I hate my voice. I Why? I can't. Why do you hate your voice? It's so obnoxious. I can't. Okay, go. Okay, here we go. Your voice is not obnoxious. Hey, Claire, Siggy, and Sam. Let me start off by saying how much I love your podcast and it has changed my life. I absolutely love listening every week and you three are smart, beautiful, and helpful with the advice you give. So I need some serious advice. My name is Jane Doe. Sam would be mad that I said that because she hates Jane Doe. <laughs> Sorry, Sammy, sweetheart. I'm 23 years old and I live in Boston. I moved up here from Florida seven years ago with my mom. Long story short, I spent most of my high school and my four years of college up here in Boston. I didn't have any family other than my mom, and I made some friends along the way. However, at this point, I'm only close with two of my friends. Um, one of my best friends has a child with her long-term boyfriend and our relationship has changed dramatically. My other best friend, who's basically another version of me, um, and my soulmate, she moved to Austin, Texas. So, um, I miss her so much. I talk every single day. She's truly the most amazing person. She has no plans of coming back to Boston. Um, here we go. Here's my dilemma. I've been in a relationship for two and a half years with someone who I moved in with last May when my mom moved back to Florida with my mom being gone. That's that left me with no family. I'm the only other friend who has a baby who lives here. So basically her mom moved. She lives with her boyfriend and her only other friend that she has with has her a has a baby. Oh, so it's hard. You know, I mean, I, I yeah. I it. Okay. 
Um, he was everything that I wanted in a man. He was so great to me and we had such a great, fun, and loving relationship. We were best friends, did everything together, hardly ever argued and just enjoyed everything about each other. It was pure bliss. I invested so much into this relationship and I thought we really were meant for each other. Things started going downhill right before we moved in together and have gone up and down since then. I won't go into all the boring details, but to make a long story short, I felt very alone in this relationship for the past five to six months. He doesn't put in any effort. I don't feel special like I used to. He doesn't communicate me, doesn't communicate well with me at all. I've tried talking to him about this many times. He thinks I'm crazy for even bringing it up. He loses his temper very quick with me. And overall, I don't feel like I'm being treated the way I should. I broke up with him a couple weeks ago. And yes, we still live together. Short, awkward and very big font, which was very funny. And I took a week long trip to Austin to visit my best friend. I had the most amazing time in my entire life. And I was so depressed when I had to leave. I cried in the airport on my way home because I didn't want to go home. Of course, the entire time I was gone, this is so typical of men, by the way, or anybody who wants you or is not very nice and then all of a sudden they realize you're gonna leave. Of course, the entire time when I was gone, he was texting me and was calling me and wants to fix everything about our relationship. Everything that I'd been trying to tell him that I've been trying to get him to do for so long he was now doing since I was away and he saw that I was having the best time without him. He was depressed while I was gone and it started to make me feel pretty bad. I'm home now and he's saying that he wants, that me leaving hit him hard and he was able to truly realize what he was losing. He apologized for everything, owned up to everything and basically cried every time we talked because he feels so bad. He wants us to start over, start fresh and be in a relationship and treat me the way I deserve. But I don't think I want to anymore right now. I feel like he's kind of missed the opportunity. I've been trying so hard to work on us and I've been so sad and alone for the past few months and got nothing from him in return. And now he expects me to just forget everything and realize since he finally realized what he was losing. I don't think that's right. I'm so young. I don't want to settle in a place where I'm not genuinely happy. I believe my heart right now truly belongs in Austin with my friend who wants me to move there. Um, And I think I should do it for myself. Am I wrong or selfish for wanting to do to make this move. I'm so conflicted. Should I stay up here and give him another chance or should I move to Austin, take a break and take some time away from the relationship and see what we really want? Please let me know your thoughts. I love you so much. Now, I'm going to show you a picture of this girl and you're going to freak out. Because I'm a little bit confused. That was was a lot from my ADHD too. Okay. So, Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes. This girl's 23 years old. Yes. She lives in Boston. Uh Uh-huh. Her two best it. friends, one has a baby, one moved to- One's in to, Austin, one's in Boston, but has a baby. Right. Go. She lives with her boyfriend, who yes. she feels like basically isn't been treating her right. Her, and yeah. once she left, he wanted her back. I got exactly. that Exactly. But she wants to move, is what it's coming down to. She doesn't want to be in Boston. She doesn't want to be in Boston. Her right. mom's not there anymore. Right. The only friend she has there, she doesn't really right. see. So basically, she wants to move, but she feels like she's being selfish okay. if she breaks up with this guy. Okay. And moves for- so Jane, Jane- First of all, what I've gotten out of this is you care too much about everybody besides yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jane. Agreed. Look in the mirror. You have to know your worth. You have to love you first. So you're saying things and it's just clear. It's very clear, Jane, that you have a heart of gold. You, you, you're, you're, a, and, and I see your picture and you're absolutely fucking drop dead gorgeous. Okay. So there's something here missing. Oh my God. I can't, I, I really can't. I can't. You're like every man's dream. What a face of an angel. I know. She looks like just oh the most beautiful God. sweetheart. Yeah. No. She looks like Minka Kelly. Yeah. Like, you do look like Minka Kelly. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Listen to me. I don't know what happened to you when you were a child. I don't know what happened to you, but you need to know your worth. And what I'm saying is, is that you need to now 
write down five things on the piece of paper that you, your bucket list, what you want to do, what you love about yourself and what you want to do. And you've got to go for it. I know that you are good friends. You're 23 years old. So your friend in Austin will always be your friend in in Austin. And your friend in Boston is at a different stage in her life. And mm-hmm. maybe that relationship has gone in two different directions. And, and that's maybe, okay. And that's okay. Maybe one day you guys will be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And she'll be on her second child and you'll be on her first child. Yep. But you're never going to be on your first child if you don't stop thinking about everybody. And you need to start thinking about you. Mm-hmm. You, if you don't love yourself, don't expect anybody else to love you. So here's your boyfriend treated you like you were nothing or whatever it was. And now all of a sudden you're gone and he wants you back. The the, the answer is no, you're moving out of Boston. I'm going to make this very simple for you. You're not happy there. Mm-hmm. The energy between you and Boston is not working. And I'm, I'm, I personally am obsessed with Boston. I, we're, I'm, we're going to visit colleges there. Like, I, Oh yeah. I love Boston. Greatest, My sister lives in Boston. It's great. Anybody who's genius. I've I discussed this before. I think mm-hmm. Boston's just yeah. genius. I love Texas. I love Boston. Okay. But anyway, it's not working for you. There's no shame in that. You live in the United States of America. There's 49 other states. Yeah. Wherever you feel comfortable, that's where you should go. And if it's meant to be that you should be with Bob in the future, Bob's going to have to pick up his ass and move to where you want to be. Because exactly. at the end of the day, it should all be about you. You have already given Bob a chance. You've given everything a chance. Your mom is no longer there. You're lonely. Something in you is not satisfied. It's okay to say, I don't feel full. Mm -hmm. I am empty and I have to go now put gasoline in my own body. You got to fill up your own tank and take care of you and not look bad. And don't think that you're selfish or you're this and that you need to be more selfish Mm -hmm. in your life because once you're doing you, once you're doing you and loving you, everything else falls into place. Exactly. And I honestly think that the fact that she has the opportunity to move, nothing's holding her back except for this relationship that she doesn't really want to be in anymore. So what's the point? Why not pick up? Why not move? I think it's a great idea. And you already have a friend there. That's also something that's really great for her because I feel like whenever you, if you're, Anybody who's listening out there contemplating a move, it's a big deal. You know, you have to pick up everything. Moving sucks, trust me. We've all heard my awful stories about moving. But it's very dramatic and it's a big deal to move from one place to another. And the fact that she already has a friend there who's her best friend in the whole world is there already. I mean, that's like, that's like, it's like, like, hello. Put one-on-one together. And by the way, Austin. Oh my God. Okay. If you look up, if you look up, quality of life, mm-hmm. top three, top five cities, Austin, Texas will be number one, two or three. Oh yeah. In that in North Carolina. Yep. I mean, Austin, Texas, listen to me. Listen, Jane, I hope you're already there. Jane, you better send us a picture of you in a suitcase. That's yeah, all yeah, I want to say. We want to see a suitcase mm-hmm. and, and, and a sign that says, I'm heading to Austin or I've just like arrived Austin, Austin or bus. Yeah. Right. Austin like one of those signs. Like you go, listen to me. Do you, I've, I've no worries about you. You're stunning. And the only thing that I, I want you to do now is just concentrate on mm-hmm. you. Okay. For the next 10 years of your life. Exactly. 23 to 33. Yeah. Just do you. Yeah. Agreed. And Sam would totally bring up the fact that her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend or whatever they are now, I don't know, that as soon as she left, 
that's when he wanted her. I feel like Sam's really good at pointing out those points in stories that, you know, oh, all of a sudden now, cause she's not there to like do whatever he needs or, you know, when he, you, you don't know what you have till it's gone sometimes. Yes. And that's what happened to him. And you know what? You're I think it's a little too late. Exactly. No. It's 20, you're 23. Mm-hmm. 23. No, no, nope. oh my God. You're going to Austin. And if it's meant to be for you and, and, and Bob to be together, it will, co- it will come back around. It will come back around and you guys will, will find a way, but now it's about you and there's no more being miserable and depressed and go to Austin and have the time of your life. Agreed. Okay. You ready for another one? Yes. Hopefully I feel bad that our, my microphone was so loud. Okay, here we go. This is, this is an interest. This is a, this is a good one. Cause we've haven't discussed anything like this on the podcast before. Um, hi everyone. First of all, y'all are hilarious. Second, my name is John Doe or Jane Doe. <laughs> Don't worry. She's I so won't cute. mess that up. Right. I have a pretty tricky question. I'm 29 years old and I want to have a baby one day. However, I'm totally gay, which I love that this person said totally gay as opposed to only partially gay. I thought that was funny. However, I'm totally gay. And I always thought about a donor because obviously two girls can't make a baby. My male friend, who's also gay, a gold star, I should add, we were talking on this subject and both wanted to have children in the future. The only setback is, is we don't both didn't want the child growing up without either a male or a female figure. We could both get donors or he could find someone to be a surrogate. Um, Then we thought, let's co-parent. After sharing these ideas, besides our close family friends, I've had negative feedback. What's the difference between a divorced couple sharing custody and two people hooking up and getting knocked up? We want to have children. I don't want to answer to my child when they ask, who's my dad? I don't know, sweetie. I picked him from a sperm bank. Totally nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I, I prefer, yeah, I prefer well, to have a father figure in my child's life. Um, then they wrote, wow, this is so long, which is so funny because it's, it's not, not long it's, at all. You, you don't even understand. We, we get books. And then um, this person continues and says, Sammy, go eat at a restaurant by yourself. Just sit at the bar. If you think someone is looking at you um, weird, it's because they're probably thinking the same about you, which I thought was funny. I don't, I don't remember us talking about that, but maybe yes, we did. we talked about it last time. Going to restaurants by... Oh, you weren't... Oh, was there. I not here? Yes. I heard the podcast, though. I don't remember that part. I didn't hear that part because I didn't. You, were, you were getting no sun. I was getting... No, I was in the shade, freezing my <laughs> ass off. Um, I love eating by myself. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay, so what's happening is she wants to have a baby with yes. her partner. Right. Her friend, who's gay, wants to have a baby with his partner. Right. And they're thinking of maybe having one together. So therefore, this person, their, their child, would then have... Would have two moms and two dads right. and co-parent. So, I mean, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. I do feel like maybe they'll they would come through you some obstacles, it, no, but no, like, they, they, okay. So now I'm getting it. Okay, so here's the positive and the negative mm-hmm. to that. But here's the solution. So it, let's say you th- that you have a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the only thing is, is that you would have to have it really drawn out every other weekend because everyone's going to want to be with the baby and whatever whatever it is. But she is right. Divorced people do it. Exactly. Why why can't she do something like that? But what I would say is, um, she should carry two children. Hmm. That's interesting. Yep. Carry two children. So like have twins. Yeah. No. Then what do you do? Switch them back and forth. That's sticky. it's, It's not, it's, it's, I, the only reason why I think it, I don't know, it, this is a It's hard. It's a hard situation. they both had donors and they both had kids and the kids could be with both sets of family full time. Mm-hmm. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's hard to start out in a divorce. Mm-hmm. So get, I want you to follow where I'm thinking. Usually you start out married and then you, you get divorced. So then you have to split up time. You're starting out with split up time. time. That's all I'm trying to say. So if you, you can, and it can be done. Yeah. I'm not against it, but it would, you would have to go to attorney with, with, with all, all four people who are involved, all four parents that are going to be involved. And it would have to be drawn out to a T so there's yeah. no confusion. Exactly. Because um, once you, uh, you know, uh, listen, once, uh, if you all, everybody agrees to splitting it right down the middle, it will be great. But that's a perfect world and it might be a little bit complicated mm-hmm. is all I'm saying. So I totally agree with you. I think what would make the most sense is if they have that conversation before they get pregnant yes. because that way they can see, you know, wait a second, maybe this isn't as easy as we thought it was, or maybe we're, we're not on the same page in raising our child the same way. So if they have that conversation before they get pregnant, that might be a little bit clearer. What I was thinking, and I might not be saying this right. So just follow with me. Mm -hmm. She's got this great, great person who's Mm -hmm. a five-star gold guy and he's gay. Okay. Can't she have his sperm planted inside her so her and her partner can have a baby? Am I making sense right now? Okay. So now this is what I meant. So now she has a baby. That's for her and her partner. That, that's Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, I was like, wait, twins. why are they Hold having on. two babies? No. Oh, so now watch this. Uh, okay. Now, yes, now yes, because yes. her best friend gave her the gift of life, mm-hmm. that five-star best friend mm-hmm. gave her the gift of life. She has a baby now and her and her partner have a baby together. Mm-hmm. And then she then gets pregnant again. And I, I, it, it's it's... Because he can't carry a child. You right. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he deserves to have a baby. Th- I understand what you mean. Do you know what I'm saying? You, yep. There are surrogate people who carry children for other people mm-hmm. because they're healthy and they're able to right. do it. So I'm just looking at both sides being happy. I understand what you're saying. I Before saying, I was like, yeah, wait, you want no. them each to have a baby? I was no. so confused. I was thinking, how do, how do both of them have babies and then they could raise their children together, together. and just be you know, happy that they have, one has a child and one has a child. So mm-hmm. one doesn't have to feel alone or you, uh, that that's where I was going with that. But that, that is a great question and it is tricky. You're right. It is yeah. tricky. Um, but you should feel blessed that you first of all have a partner and second of all, that you have an amazing best friend. I mean, mm-hmm. you have an amazing guy in your life and an amazing, uh, a woman in your life. So mm-hmm. you got to figure it out and like I said, it has to be figured out. And if you indeed want to do it, you've got to have those papers drawn. Yep. I'm telling you. No matter are- what good of friends you are, yes. you never know what's going to happen. You never know. Like you just, I just think the most important thing to do is to have the conversation yeah, like a- before yes. with the attorneys. I mean, like plan it as if you're already pregnant. And I'm, and I'm going to give you like a, a little example, which this would never, it, it, it's so far fetched, but there are, there, I, I know two women who, who, who did something not as similar as this, but um, she, she already was a mother and now she has a partner. Okay. And the, the marriage didn't work out a, because she is more attracted to women and she left the marriage, but there's so many issues with co-parenting. For example, the child got sick and the, and the father doesn't believe in medication and the mother does. And they're mm-hmm. constantly battling it out. Like, Nothing, not even Dimetab, not even like the father just believes that when the child gets sick to let it take its course. 
The mother's like, are you crazy? Why? You know, like, yeah. so what I'm trying to say is that there's the reason why everything has to be drawn out because once you have a child, it gets that much more complicated. Mm-hmm. So when you have a, a um, people, 90% of the time, the child stays with the mother while the fa- you know father goes out and whatever it is. And the pa- the mother has more of a say over the child's well-being, mm-hmm. even though I completely think that fathers get the short end of the stick in divorces. When I say short end of the stick, it is not fair what happens to fathers mm-hmm. in divorces. Mm-hmm. It's not fair at all. Yeah. Because- there are fathers that make such better parents than some mothers that I know. Agreed, yeah. And they get, I, I truly believe that they get the short end of the stick because they have a penis and um, the, 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 whatever it is, our, the way that our system operates is not fair to fathers. That's my, we'll, we'll talk about that on another time, but I hope that we helped you with that or gave you some Something to think about, no, yeah. Some, some takeaways for I that. think Sam would agree with us too. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares about Sam? She's eating a goddamn pizza. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, I'm so jealous. Okay, we have time for one more. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm going to read the intro because it's all great about how much she loves us. So I'm going to read it because, you know, I love to read these. Um, Hey, Siggy and Sam and Claire. My name is... Jane Doe. Love you, Jane. fellow Jersey girl. So Jane Doe, you better come visit us on the 26th of April, please. We want to have Jersey in the house. I love you all. And I have to say how I feel about you girls. First, I get so angry when I look back at Sam, how she was portrayed on the Jersey shore. It's unreal how cool she is. She's so sweet and smart. And I feel like she was robbed of the world of seeing who the real Sam is. She sure was. She was. But do you know what? The good news is she was still called a sweetheart. And yeah. You know what? And she still Not came out pretty damn good. Yeah. She's a smart and she's mm-hmm. a good girl. Yeah. Agreed. Claire, you seem so fun and someone who is so level-headed. I love the way you carry yourself. Now, Siggy. Oh, my God. I'm going to get it right now. Now, Siggy. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm sorry. I apologize right away. (laughs) What did I do? Now, Siggy, you are absolutely stunning. I know that's that's a shallow compliment, especially because you're so smart and on point about everything. I love when people are self-aware and you have that gift. My boyfriend will listen to this podcast with me, and when we are driving sometimes, I'll show him an Instagram post of what you all look like. And he asked, where's Siggy? And I pointed out to you and he's, his mouth dropped. It was so funny. He could not believe how hot you are. Like you all appear the I'm same age. I'm a hot age. old lady. I'm a milf. I'm a hot old lady. What is it? Mother, I'd like to. Fuck. Right yeah. Milf. No. Um, but Siggy, let the world know your secret on how to never age and stay looking 30 forever. Sorry. I just had to say it. I really do love you all. And I cannot wait for every episode each week. Okay. okay here's her question. I got all my doctors handy. Go. Okay. <laughs> I would like to know um, how all your thoughts on plastic surgery for girls in their 20s. Now, normally I would not even consider it, especially at my age, but lately I've been wanting a boob job in the worst way. I turned, Get it. I turned <laughs> 25 on February 24th. I'm 5'5". Five five. I've always been small framed and I have a B cup, which I love. But I had a baby last August and gained 50 pounds. I went from a small B to a double D. So needless to say, there's a lot of sagging, stretch marks, and rippled skin. Not attractive. My baby boy is eight months now, and I'm back to my before baby body and weight. Well, except for my gross boobs. 
As I said before, they're small again, which I like, but they look terrible. I'm only small's amazing. I'm only 25. I feel like that's too young to live the rest of my life self-conscious. I figured a small implant would be enough to fill them out and perk them up again. Um, I know you girls get a ton of emails a day, and I feel like this doesn't sound very important, but I swear if you girls no, could take the time to consider to consider me, this would make my year. First of all, it is important. It is important. I agree. Okay, so she continues on. She's a great job. She goes to school full time. If something is making you mm-hmm. unhappy or self-conscious, why not fix it? And if you're in the Jersey area, I mean, listen, I, I use, uh, let me just say something. I had implants in because after I breastfed both of my kids, my, my boobs were facing the floor and I had to have them lifted. I always had beautiful 34 C's. The most beautiful boobs in Cherry Hill, New Jersey were owned by me at one time until I had my babies and I tried breastfeeding and whatever it is, age, they, they, they sag. And I had um, implants and then when I gained weight, my implants got huge. So I went from a 34D after implants because any doctor who tells you you're not going to go up a size is a liar. And then they became triple Ds. From, Holy crap, that's yeah, big. They were really, really huge. But then I had them removed mm-hmm. and guess what? They look amazing. Now they're back to like 34 C's. Mm-hmm. But the point that I'm trying to make is have it done. Do it. You live life once. There is nothing wrong. There is nothing wrong with fine tuning your body. People who look down at plastic surgery are jealous because they can't afford it. It's like having a car. I know it's a strong statement, but here's what, listen to why I'm saying it. If you have a car, and you love your car, whether it's a Prelude, a Honda, a Range Rover, a Jeep Cherokee, you love your car, you want to take care of it, right? If there's a ding in the door, do you fix the ding? Mm-hmm. If there's a dent in the front, do you fix the dent? Yep. If your tires are lacking in air, do you fill up your tires with air? Your, ch- your car needs an oil change. Do you say fuck it or do you get the oil change? Same thing with your body. Your body is going to age. It's a fact of life. Mm-hmm. So once something starts to go, you got to lift it up. What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. I say do it. If you're looking for a great doctor in New Jersey, my two favorite doctors in the world are Dr. Gary Breslow. He took out my implants and gave me a lift. He's brilliant. He's in Ridgewood. B-R-E-S-L-O-W, Dr. Gary Breslow. And then there's another fabulous doctor, Dr. Mark Karolak. He is in Livingston, New Jersey and Bernardsville, New Jersey. He has two offices. He is a genius. He has done eyes. He gives me, um, he does my Botox. He, he, you know, uh, what, whatever it is, he gives, um, two of my girlfriends just went to him for a, a lifetime lift. Mm-hmm. Um, what I had done in Florida. Um, he is a brilliant doctor. His office is impeccable and amazing. So Dr. Gary Breslow and Dr. Mark Karolak in the New Jersey area. Right. So my response to this email is I totally agree with you, Siggy. I think that if you've, and also I think she's doing it cause she, and she said, I want to feel better about myself and this, I feel like this is my body and she sent us really two cute pictures. She's so cute. Of course, her body is insane. Like, look at her. I can't. I mean, like, stop it. Look how cute. Look, here's her and her baby and her boyfriend. I think that's her boyfriend or her husband. Listen, just saying it's not a beauty pageant. I don't understand what's going on here. How all of our listeners are like insanely gorgeous. It's like amazing. Um, 
So, but my, I'm so happy to see that you recommended some good doctors because my concern to anybody that's listening and considering plastic surgery, you have to do the research on the doctors. There's so many doctors nowadays that say they're quote unquote doctors. You don't have to do the research. I've had so much done. I have, and I'm proud of it. I have maintained myself that I am, guys, everybody just raise the volume right now. I'm going to be 49 years old in two months. I did it right. I have no regrets over anything that I've done for, to myself. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to age gracefully. I wanted to age like Sophia Loren. I have hit all my goals. I have hit it and I have done it because I use, I'm smart about what I do. You don't overdo it where you're right. looking like a phony plastic idiot. You don't go too big or too, right. you just fine tune what but God see, what, gave you. Yeah, what I'm saying is that for people that are listening to us in Arkansas, that maybe just think that they can just look in the yellow pages. Do we have yellow pages anymore these days? I don't think they do. They're just Googling random breast augmentations. You have to make sure that you have the right doctor that's certified. I mean, there's so many sketchy people that say that they're quote unquote doctors that will put you under and do a botched boob job because yeah, they want to take your money. Out is you have to go and do I your research. Say, yes, but you have to go and here's how you find the best doctors. Don't go by what people tell you. So if I go to the gym and there's a really, really, really fat, fat, fat trainer, I'm not using that trainer. I'm not, I'm, I'm just not using that trainer. I know, listen, it's just, it's just me. I'm entitled to my opinion. You, if you see somebody and they're like, oh my God, you're, you, did you have your boobs or you are in a group of girls and you find, that's the best way to find out is when you actually see it and say, see the results. Holy, yeah. I love your nose. You, my God, your, your hair extensions look good. Where do you get your hair extensions? Oh my God. Are those your um, boobs? Oh, it's a boob job. Oh my God. Who do you go to? It's by referral. Right. Referral. You gotta go. 100%. Referral. Don't just be going to some random person because you agree. it's the world is scary that we live in. So that's my only advice that if you're going to get it done, I think that's awesome. I totally support it. I just think that make sure, I mean, you're lucky you live in New Jersey and Siggy just gave you two bomb ass doctors. But for doctor. people that are listening, you know, you got to make sure you know what you're doing before you go under the knife. That is my advice. And Sam would say, do it. Yes. <laughs> call Breslow, the Breslow Center. I'm yeah. telling you right now, or call Dr. Mark Carolak. You will never find two more meticulous men who have worked on plenty of my body parts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think that's a good way to end, right? Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Make sure if you have any um, questions or you just want to say hi, we're at dearjustsaying at gmail.com. And then we have our Instagram, which is, what is it? What is there anything? Uh, Just saying pod. And then Twitter is, I think we have an underscore. Let me double check. See, this is why we need Sammy Sweetheart here because she knows, she knows all this stuff so well. I'm so bad. And now I'm looking it up on my phone. Uh, Just saying underscore pod is our Twitter handle. Um, but we love you all. And thank you so much for listening. And I really, uh, really love you. Thank you. Thank you. Very blessed and great, grateful that you guys are, are listening. And yes. We're so grateful. We really, really love you all. Keep those questions coming. Love you. Love you. Love you.